I'm not talking to Charles and I are not on speaking terms yeah. right now. <laughs> you made some enemies, my friend, <laughs> with with the certain Pink Bird movie, Ugh. which I found, Charles. By the way, so what's our verdict? Two Charles zero. Welcome to the What's Already Podcast, where we fashion ourselves television, Judd and Jerry. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Matson Heiner. Better red than dead. And Alec Burgess. Let's get it. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, go ahead and hit that like, follow, subscribe button, tell a friend about us. In fact, tell all the friends about us. Tell at least enemies. two. Yeah, at least two. Tell some enemies about us. It's a good payback. Make them listen to us. You know, everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll let them listen. Um... Yeah, we're live. We're here to uh, talk about Rings of Power and the House of the Dragon. Uh, as always, we'll start with Rings of Power. So, uh, um, yeah, let's dive in. There's some uh, interesting things happening. That's on one way to put it. Interesting. Middle Earth. It's a very, uh, uh, right very neutral way to put it. Well, yeah. spoiler alert, Southlands are confirmed. It's now Mordor, if you weren't uh, sure about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks, Matson. I appreciate you. <laughs> hey, I, I wasn't sure until it told me right on screen. I was like, okay, more. I was wondering how they were going to do that in that yeah. big reveal, and it took a really long time. I mean, yeah. what, we're eight episodes in now? Yeah. I mean, it was clever because they had all those, the like, location tags throughout the whole series so far. So it was it was clever, a way to drop it in there. And I laughed because it was like Southlands. I'm like, oh, here comes the big drop. Yeah, so, yeah. pretty cool. We got to see the Harfoots again. Yeah. Yeah. And they, okay, I'm going to talk about the Harfoots real quick. Let's do it. Okay, so we have apparently the bravest uh, Hobbits Harfoots on the planet in one little family group. <laughs> yeah. I am having a hard time reconciling how nobody in the Third Age seems to know about them mm-hmm. when they are making huge waves here in the Second Age. Now, yeah. they haven't really interacted with any men or elves, but they have no problem interacting with wizards or, you know, higher spirits. Yeah. I don't Why? know about I don't Their survival is based on nobody knowing they exist. Yeah. I don't know if they have no problems with it. It was more by necessity, but yeah. They're going to knock your brains out. Nori has no problems with this. She just drags yeah. everybody else into her shenanigans. Yeah. I... <laughs> I'm back to thinking that as much as I don't want it to be, that it could be Gandalf or some predecessor of Gandalf of some sort. But I, I really don't want it to be any of the Istar because I don't, oh, it doesn't fit within the timeline. And they promised that they wouldn't break it. So I want it to be somebody different. But that's my only thought is that somehow these uh, cultists or whatever they are that are following the Harfoots now or have wrecked the Harfoots world um, that they, they get wiped out and the Harfoots never actually interact with anyone other than Mr. Wizard and these weird people. Why they got to light all their stuff on fire? Why do, why they got to do that? Cause they're obviously assholes. Yeah. They're just mean spirited. Yeah. Magic wielding maniacs. Mm hmm. The cult of Morgoth, maybe or whatever. I yeah. I don't know. I'm still curious to see who 
they turn out to be though i didn't like the preview that nori's eyes turned white in that preview not a big fan Almost of that like he was uh like she was passing over into a certain world of wraiths yeah but all those wizards their eyes were white all those yeah the wit i noticed that so new fan theory nori becomes radagast <laughs> <laughs> you know, with the tree thing, there's a lot of people that are saying now that they think the stranger might be Radicast. But I was like, all the wizards can technically do that kind of yeah growth thing. That wasn't the, this. The stranger thing's the only thing that's tiring me out a little bit. Where I'm like, damn it, just like give me some more direction on who the hell this person is. I'm getting tired where they're stringing this out. I want, I want more. I'm just getting impatient with it. <laughs> I'll kind of agree with that. They yeah. are. It feels almost like they're stretching this a little bit too much in order to get to their five seasons that they need, um, or to make back their money on their budget. And while it was cute for the first five or six episodes, now it's like okay, need a little bit more other than just mindless storytelling. However, they are doing a very good job of keeping me on the hook with the way that they end episodes and me wanting to come back for next. For the next I mean, it's episode. really my only complaint. Other like I, other than that, I'm thoroughly enjoying everything. So I'm just going to put some faith in the process, but God damn it. Just like, can you just put the name of the person on their chest? That'd be <laughs> fine with me. I think they just brought him in too early uh, and maybe the payoff will be worth it. But I think, if they had held off because we had the Harfoots in the first episode and then they were in again in the second, he pops in so early that now we have to follow along and wonder who he is, where maybe you could have just put the Harfoots in one episode to introduce them. And then we don't see them again until like three or four. Right. And then introduce them back, reintroduce them and bring him in. And, and then maybe that kind of like, okay, um, we have so many reveals going on that now I'm tired of waiting on, that one and the only one that that's going to be worth it is if he's if they break the timeline or if he and it's gandalf or one of the other is tart or you know it's so it's just mm, i don't know i'm with you though i i'm ready to know who that is or but i'm this person speak words instead of just <sighs> making noises like come on yeah I'm still thinking man in the moon, though I could be convinced with where they're headed and it looks like they're close enough to the south that I could be okay with Bombadil. Like, I still think Bombadil would be the coolest. Like, that would be cool shit if it was yeah. Tom Bombadil. We got to see Tom Bombadil. That would be yeah. awesome. Because Bombadil was never good, evil, and he was just kind of there, you know? So it was like, I'd be okay with him. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. And nobody knows where he came from. He was yeah. just there. That'd be an interesting reveal. Yeah, very unexpected. I could get behind that. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, I am enjoying, by itself, Galadriel's <laughs> arc. Um, and I mean by herself, if you isolate everything around her and just look at her specifically. Sure. Because we can kind of see the transition from warrior to the lady Alorian that we get in the third age. Yeah. So if we just look at her in a, our own little vacuum bubble, I'm enjoying that. Once you put everything else that's happening around here, it's the worst. 
Yeah. A little. I mean, how are we going to introduce Celeborn as being M.I.A. when she and when Celeborn and uh, Galadriel were the power couple of the Second Age? Yet, well, and in this show, they implied that he's dead. Yeah. I was like, no. <laughs> very, very much not. Yeah, I mean. They did everything together. Yeah, well, not only that, but if he isn't alive, how does Elrond get married? Oh, I saw a TikTok theory on this, and I'm going to ruin your entire day. Uh, no, Ready for this? Oh, no. <laughs> So there is some speculation. I don't remember whose TikTok it was. I just kind of scrolled past it once they gave their story and we'll never go back. Was talking that Halbrand is actually Sauron. Okay. He's going to impregnate Galadriel. And they're going to wipe away Canon as now Galadriel's daughter who marries Elrond is going to be Sauron's kid. Um. And now Aragorn's descendants will have the blood of Sauron. Can't make Calabrian freaking whatever. Oh, they could. They would. Go away. (laughs) That hurt my brain. I will revolt and never watch this show. Absolutely. But is it that far off the mark? Is it something that Amazon wouldn't do? I don't think... Okay, I don't think Tolkien's a state would allow them. And that's why that's why Amazon has this show is because they gave Netflix offered the same exact amount of money to the estate for the rights as Amazon. What changed it was Amazon said you can have control. You can have some creative control and keep a, and allow us, you know, you get rights to decisions being made on this show on top of quarter of a million dollars just to own the rights. That's that's the difference as to why I don't think Tolkien's estate would allow that kind of blasphemous bullshit to get made in a show like this. You would this. hope, but it's not run by a Tolkien anymore, is it? I don't think I'm pretty sure Christopher still runs it. Didn't he die? Chris? No, uh, I thought he so was a like JJ and Chris are friends. Chris, it's like I'm talking, talking. Yeah. Hey, man, I mean, I've kind of hangs out in my freaking dreams. Oh, yeah, he did pass away in 2020. Yeah, he was a victim of 2020. That's my bad. I mean, the guy was older than dirt, so it's not oh, surprising. Yeah. But oh, absolutely. I'm saying oh. blasphemy may not be so far off. Away, oh, away. <laughs> I hope it's not, right? But the way that it's going, getting Halbrand Elvish medicine, they go off together. They've traveled together. I'm saying I also wouldn't be surprised if Amazon Prime committed blasphemy because they did it to the Wheel of Time series. Well, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. So Chris's, Christopher's wife, Bailey Tolkien... Um, and his nephew, Michael Tolkien, are the heads of the estate. So I think they're connected enough that Dude, I would sign hope, me, so. sign I would me hope for that safe. job. 
hey, you're a great granddad, did all this cool stuff, and you can make money because of him. Just don't F it up. Oh, yeah, dude. They, that's how that's how wealthy people stay wealthy. That's how their kids know. stay wealthy. Generational wealth. <laughs> Sign oh, me up God. for that. We got we got our dear dear friend has joined the show. Oh man. Hi Charles. Um I'm I'm working on it. Being he's asked if one of JJ will be a wizard next week. Can we suggest the name? I, I'm interested to hear the name. You can suggest. I can make no guarantees whether I'll guarantee it, Charles. Whatever you want, I'll make him do it. I'm not talking. To, Charles and I are not on speaking terms yeah. right now. <laughs> you made some enemies, my friend, with with the, a certain Pink Bird movie, Ugh. which I found, Charles. By the way, so yes, he did. He what's did. our verdict? Two Charles zero. That's right. We were we a couple of us were. Oh my god, I love it. Uh, Okay, I can get behind that though. The Great Wizard Kahuna. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. Excellent. Yep, yep. That's funny. Uh, God, the finale is next week. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll be salty if they mess with that whole thing because that's, I mean, that family tree is hard to. I mean, they all have their important pieces, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a that's a it's tough a one. It's a sacred for me. family tree. Yeah. But also, I wouldn't put it past creative writers to sure. go in and say, you know, what would be cool is the one person in this family tree we can kind of get rid of is Celeborn. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, well, don't get me wrong. Most of his, most of his story and backstory are in the Silmarillion and the un, Unfinished Tales. So, hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one because they don't have a lot of rights to him in general outside of some creative license, but I don't know. I, I, I'm holding on to the fact that apparently somewhere they've made up that they got separated during the war and they'll find each other again. It's just not Lorien without Celeborn. I mean, that's, yeah, it's, that's their it's whole thing, right, is it's like... Yeah, so, I mean, or they're going to turn Celeborn into a dark elf that Galadriel has to save and redeem. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, Isildur, dead. Yeah, what the heck is this whole he's dead thing? It's really not the gotcha I think they think it is. Yeah, I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's true somebody needs to send him an email and be like hey we uh we know how that story ends like, and that's like not, he's not, not dead it. so what where'd he go he's like taking a long crap or something well i mean they kind of played that that way too because the horse like yeah they set that horse not being willing to leave because the dude's still there so i i don't know and i'm like sitting there thinking with elendil i'm like what are you doing dude you told him the story like and you're all busted up about it, so get on your damn horse and go back. I was like, what? Yeah, he's all butt hurt, doesn't want to come. Yeah. I'm like, there you pussy. That's so why I was sitting there. Th- I actually was sitting there going, and I was like, I said I was a little hopped up because of my kidney stones, but I was like, you little bitch. I was like, you're supposed to be the greatest king men ever knew. Like, what the shit are you doing, dude? Like, quit being a baby and go get your kid. Like, God, it was really kind of a cheap trope. Yeah. Well, and then, like, the whole 
bitching at his queen and talking about like I'm done with Galadriel and the elves and the... no, you're not, dude. Like you, you're changing his baseline. Like, yeah, anyway, yeah. That's a little and salty it, there's about no, some weird choices. There's no payoff for that because yeah. I mean, Isildur and Elendil, they were. I mean, Elendil. I think his name means friend of elf. Is exactly how his name is translated to. Yeah, it literally means elf friend. <laughs> So it's it's I mean, they're trying to go for this dramatic kind of, you know, hasty making decision. Sure. But you well, don't need I'm, it because you don't need to make a Silder look like he's dead. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure that they'll they'll get back to Numenor and he'll be like, no, we're not. We don't I don't want to go back or whatever. And then that'll start the whole argument of going back and not going back and how partially how Numenor ends up being destroyed. But at the same time, it's like, first of all, Isildur was there. Like he goes with Elendil when they leave. So it's, there's some weird changes that they're making that I'm like, why is that necessary? Like, yeah. The only thing that I could think of was like in the lore, in the canon, Elendil is the one who lands in the North and he starts Arnor. Oh, that's and Sealder and his brother land in the south and they start Gondor. That's fair. But it's like it could you don't need to create this added drama underlying story if that's your end goal is to put them in their respective regions. Yeah. When you could just come up with a much better, in my opinion, story to get it there. Sure. That's what fair. About, what about the whole Durin arc with <laughs> his what his dad just is he no longer a prince or whatever however that works um Durin the fourth had some brothers pretty sure he had a lot of brothers yeah it was more like he was no longer the heir yeah but I don't know that he was ever high on the heir the line of ascension early on anyway was he or am I wrong about that? I didn't think he was Durin III's firstborn. I do not know. He might have been. I do know that he was pretty active with Aregion. So he was some sort of sure diplomat type of dwarf, which we get to see. Which usually isn't what you save your oldest son for. So possibly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, don't, I don't remember. Well, something's got to happen because Mithril's a thing. And... It goes down. Just they're really taking sure. a really long time to get around to mining this stuff. Yeah, spring is just around the corner. Tick tock, tick tock. <laughs> well, and I'm <clears throat> excuse me. I'm also wondering. Like, it's interesting to me that we saw the ball Doran's bane already. Like, he's not supposed to be awake for a couple more dwarven kings. Yeah, we as I say, we got we got him a little early. <laughs> so, and like I said, I get that they're doing the truncated timeline, but um, Wait, yeah, we're talking about the beast thing. What are those called again? Balrog. Yeah. Balrog. So, how did that thing awake? Uh, during the third, dropped a leaf on its forearm. Yeah. The little <laughs> corrupted reanimated leaf. Oh, threw it, it fell. The, he threw, threw it during three, threw it in a hole. 
Uh, and it touched that in a woke. Well, that's not good. So it's speeding that process up. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Two Dwarven Keens a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I did like, though, how they played off where they showed that reanimation of the leaf being mm-hmm. close to Mithril, getting rid of the disease. That was cool and making kind of that Durin's choice to um, go against his father's wishes and his yelling, Elrond! Afterwards, cracked mm-hmm. me up. They continue to be my favorite part of this show, hands down. For sure. Well, don't get me started on her, his, uh, his badass wife, Disa. Dude, she's straight up rebel. I yeah, love it. She no joke, dude. Like, your dad's a dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that his thing was like, no, I always rail on your mom. That's my bad. I, you know, shouldn't do that. Yeah. But I was like, I, I get him. I, you know, I just love that. I was like, damn, we're seeing some infighting. But yeah, it plays well is the thing. It plays oh, exceptionally yeah. well when you compare it to every other storyline they have going on. Yeah. And it's a testament to, I think, the actors that they chose for those roles. For sure. Showing yeah, the Durin and... stuff is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Absolutely. best part of the show, hands down. Uh, and it's kind of annoying because it's such a small part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I don't understand. Like, I get why they're doing it to a degree especially the whole mithril elf issue but i don't like because of doom and it was never a huge part of middle earth until the fellowship of the ring like it was so small of a a a realm of positive that even like when you get into the fellowship of the ring they went there thinking that Balin was still going to be alive and kicking and rebuilding Khazad Doom. You know what I mean? Like, it's interesting to me that they're going there like it's a very huge place of import when at the time it really, outside of Durin through four being part of this timeline because of Celebrimbor and everything else that's going on, like, it wasn't, it's never been, it's just one of those kingdoms that everybody talks about. Not that it was very heavily involved in what was going on at the time. It's New Jersey, not New York. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to boom. Yep. It's right next to a region, but <laughs> <laughs> on the wrong side of the water or the yeah. watcher in the water, or whatever it is. Ooh, exactly. A little too deep in the mountain for most people. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a weird. It's weird. I think how, but I think it's because we all want to see the elves, right? Like, or the dwarves, like, and that's the, really the best dwarf kingdom to line up with everything else. Sure. Cause at the time it was an active, it was the kingdom, right? And like, centrally located. Sure. And I mean, even uh, when you think about dwarves, like even Gimli, like it, it's they're Durin's folk, right? Like, it's like, we're not talking about, you know, this is, that's their most, their chief namesake in, dwarven history is durin well the durins how about that <laughs> but it's you know i don't know i'm glad that they have it because it's funny as balls like that whole oh, part is great absolutely it's my it's what i enjoy about this show yeah um but yeah i'm a little unsure about that balrog is it a 
you know, just a hook to get us to next week and sure uh, through the season finale. And then they were going to see some sort of time jump where it would make sense for the Balrog to wake up fully. Is he going to go back to sleep? Um, Once he assesses that there's really no immediate individuals coming after him. He just had to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Just had to wake up uh, from this hibernation. Yeah, well, and it's not even like they're dragons or anything. It's not even like they're, like, hoarding the mithril and being like, no, I'm good. Nobody's messing with my mithril, so I'll just go back to sleep. Like, these are just creatures of destruction. It's, you know what I mean? Like, they're... Yeah. And this one's hiding. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I get taken a nap because that's what most of them did after they... But, I don't know. I, I was surprised that they showed... Like, I'd have been okay if they had shown it the sleeping. leaf land on it and it was just sleeping and it stayed asleep but as soon as it woke up i was like no it's mm-mm. it's during five that does that <laughs> and during four is not even in charge yet like what are you doing <laughs> yeah it's a bit a uh, bit ahead of schedule yeah so anyway but overall i'm excited for the season finale sure me too hopefully we get a few answers and i'm gonna need some answers though when do they know when season two is coming out or if they even greenlit it? Oh no, it's been greenlit for five seasons. Okay. They're, they're going to do, they bought it with the intention of doing five seasons. And unless it completely tanks, which it's not doing, I, I can't imagine that we won't get our five seasons, but I'm, I'm sure it'll take a while. I don't think that they're doing any kind of like rapid filming. filming. Yeah. Well, that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's not good um, enough to wait two years for season two. The head of Amazon Studios, Jennifer Salky, said they want the shortest time possible between seasons, but we want to keep the bar just as high. So it'll take what it takes. But there's some urgency around moving quickly, which is why these guys have been writing all through their hiatus. We're moving fast. So it doesn't sound like there's... A, a month or a year set, but my guess is they're probably going to target maybe end of 2023, early 2024 would be my guess. I was going to say, if they've been writing all through the high at the break, let's say they finish writing, they start filming early next year, you're at best late next year when it released. Yeah. Yeah, That's if they start production by the end of this year or the very beginning of next year. I don't know if they're technically in pre-production at this point or not, but... Mm. Yeah, if you start filming at the be er, in the first quarter, you can usually get it released by the end of the year. So hmm. we'll see. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to bring up? <laughs> Not really. That was about Nothing it else. for me. Ooh, Although I, I feel like instead of a wizard, JJ should be a dwarf. I feel like that's more of his people. <laughs> if I had some time, if I'd have known, I'd have I'd have let it grow. But I did think of something. We finally know where the Southlanders are going. Uh, Pelagia. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So that's cool because that has ties to Umbar mm-hmm. and the Corsairs from there. Yeah. And it's one of those uh, Numenorean colonies that we talked about previously. And maybe these guys are going to be soaked up by Numenor or they could become the future Umbarians. I was going to say be interesting it's an interesting take on the corsairs and some of those not so nice human men 
that fall yeah. in. I mean, and most of the South didn't do well when no. it came to which team <laughs> they chose. Not even close. <laughs> but I mean, it's I, I can imagine that living on the outskirts of Mordor, you're like, we're going to be team Mordor. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. Nazgul flying around and shit. Like I'm probably hanging out with them too. I oh, hands down. I will have scurry. no compunctions about who I hang out with and who I invite to the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Mm. All right. Well, there it is. I'm torn. I, I do. Do I? Who do I give these responsibilities to? All of a sudden, <laughs> your, your responsibilities were filled in quite nicely, Matson. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if you've listened or not, but no, this dude I went I... full pro on you, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not listened. I would love to hear it again. Uh, well, we'll give for, it we'll for the let, first time. We'll let him do it right here. So, uh, yeah, Alec, tell them everybody where they can find us. All right. Uh, thank you. So, once again, for turning into our live show for Reigns of Power. We will be that back next Monday once again at 5 p.m. Pacific. If you would like to join us and chime in as we give our verdict, we released the first Christmas movie of the season earlier today, uh, being Gremlins, which is available where all fine podcasts can be found. Go check it out. Great movie and a great recording. Uh, We're also currently going live for Andor Thursdays at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, that's my bad. I would love to see you guys there for that show as well. Special shout out to JJ Screaming Goats, our wonderful patron. If you guys like who we are and what we do and are interested in supporting us more directly, you can find us on Patreon where you can unlock the ability to influence the content we release. And every dollar received from Patreon goes towards Spain and neutering Matson. So it's for a good cause. (laughs) Uh, We appreciate you guys taking the time to stop by and let us know in the comments if you approve of our verdict. We love it. Hey, we have a returning. Shantez Shantez is back. back. Shantez is back. Shantez, you can. We're about to jump into Rings of Power, so good timing. Yep, yep. Or not Rings of Power. Sorry. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. Thanks, Alex. Sorry I failed you on the Pacific time there. That one. That's okay, JJ. You only had one job. That's whatever. I know. I'm, I'm still a little whacked out right now. Kidney stones are no joke. That's what I'm gonna blame it on anyway. Um, with that, if you're watching live, hang out with us. We're going to talk in a minute, but we will have a break. So you'll see our little uh, intro again just for filming purposes. So hang out, though. We're going to talk about House of the Dragon. But as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Cinematic out. Yeah.